Today, I'm here with digital creator, fashion icon, model, founder of Aaliyah Core, and just overall it girl. Period. Aaliyah's Instagram. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's yes. up? You know, I had to come on the podcast. Yes. Like, I love this podcast. Y'all need to make sure to subscribe and follow everything. Period. You heard it from her like now you have to do it right so happy you're here yes i'm so happy to be invited here i love it thank you (laughs) guys Aaliyah styled me today if you couldn't tell i'm in Aaliyah core from head to toe can you please describe our outfits today and just say like what makes them Aaliyah core okay our outfits today is giving you know alternative harajuku streetwear core Mm -hmm. but it makes it a Leocor just by like the simple aspects of it all. Like we have the fishnet on one arm, we have the fur, the earmuffs, the double belt, the garter, like it's just all of it mixed together. So like different type of styles mm-hmm. mixed together. But also just like you feel good, right? You feel good. You feel good. Like right. that's what a Leocor is about. Just like feeling validated and feeling like you don't need to care about people's perception yes. of you because you know you look good when yes. you look good you feel good like come on that's one thing i really love about you is your confidence like you yes. have this strong like air of confidence mm-hmm. and your style like it speaks for itself and like you said aliacore is a mindset yes. and i love how on your platform you have a very welcoming mm-hmm. like atmosphere on your platform and you're all about supporting other creatives and just about individuality definitely. and being yourself definitely i feel like Especially in this day and age, there's like so many trends happening all at once that it's hard to be an individual just because just every week there's something new to like just leech off of or try to make your own. But I think that when you dress how you want or just dress like what makes you happy, like dress how, I don't know, like dress confidently in yourself, that's enough. Mm -hmm. Like fuck a trend. Can I cuss on here? Try to okay, <laughs> but you can. But like, forget, I'm gonna say forget. Okay, <laughs> forget a trend. Like, really get into your own personal style and what you like. And I feel like that's how your personal style evolves just from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Aaliyah Core is like all about. Yeah, I love it, Aaliyah. You have been booked and busy recently. Yes. Like, it's been so nice to watch your career expand, mm-hmm. especially as a model. Yes. You're doing campaigns like for IMG. Yes. I saw you for. Voight. Yes. I saw you for Jacquees's. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Was one of your goals always to be a model? It's so crazy because I wanted to be a model before like any of this stuff. Right. I, I was a model before I was an influencer. So like, when I was um like 17 years old, I would um go to the city. Like I'd literally take my brother's car and I'd go to the city and just like message photographers like can we please shoot like I love your work can we please shoot and then I like built my portfolio up from there Mm -hmm. and then like TikTok came around and Instagram came around my fashion got involved with it too so it's just kind of worked out Mm -hmm. thankfully and I'm glad I'm like modeling a lot too because I love to model yes no you're so good at it and thank you I think it's really important to see girls like you in Mm -hmm. those spaces Mm -hmm. because like not only do you represent black girls Mm -hmm. not only do you represent dark-skinned girls but you represent dark-skinned girls with alternative styles Mm -hmm. who aren't afraid 
to be themselves, who have a voice and a personality Mm -hmm. and who are just unapologetic. Definitely. I feel that way too. And I love how like, just by you um, creating a space where you're unapologetically yourself, Mm -hmm. it makes other people want to be unapologetically themselves. Also, like when you get on a platform like TikTok and you spread no judgment, no hate, you're just there to create a safe space mm-hmm. in a way even though like i really don't even be knowing the people watching my videos right. for real but it's like you're just being yourself yeah you're just being yourself and i love that a lot of girls and just women everywhere can relate to that yeah also. yeah yeah. and that kind of representation is so important because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of times like as dark-skinned women mm-hmm. we tend to be placed in a box of Definitely. like what we're supposed to look like who we're supposed to be mm-hmm. and i feel like your platform with your platform you're able to like break through that mm-hmm. glass ceiling definitely and it's, just show that we come in like all shapes and forms yes i feel like when you're a dark scene woman especially like in this industry you're either like you're basically expected to make one type of content mm-hmm. whether it's like either comedy or you're supposed to like be a rapper yeah. you're supposed to do like this and the third whereas like um, girls of other skin tones or other races or ethnicities, they're allowed the freedom to be creative yeah. and to be alternative and like people love it. But it's like when it's a dark skin girl, it's like mm. y'all got so much to say. Oh, yeah. like, and I want us to get into that a yes. little bit later. But let's just keep talking about your accomplishments first. <laughs> this is just so exciting to me. You recently walked for Moalola in yes. London Fashion Week. I was so excited to see that. Thank like you. how was that experience? It was so amazing. And it's crazy because I um me and Mo Lola became mutuals on Instagram because mm-hmm. I would like post my IG pictures and I would tag her mm-hmm. like in the thing and I would just hide it. Yeah. And then one day she had seen it and she swiped up. She was like, You're so pretty, da, 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 and she followed me. So like it's kind of like a full circle moment because mm-hmm. I've been like she's been on my mood board forever. Yeah. So for her to reach out to me and ask me to do that was amazing yeah and you closed the show right so i big. closed the show like yeah. that's my first ever show walking yes, to so i was yes. really happy it's a big deal exactly and i think everyone was so excited for you and it's so refreshing mm-hmm. to see someone like you on the runway because i feel like lately we're so used to seeing all these like stick thin mm-hmm. models in all these fashion Definitely. week shows so when people see you it's like mm-hmm. okay like if she can do it, then I can do it too. Exactly. And I also feel like even with the plus size models, they pick like one or yes. two for every single show. Yes. But like normal bodies can walk the wrong way to like size, like everything like in between. Words. Like, and it's, I feel like especially black women too, like most of us are not stick thin. Most of us are not. So, and I'm African. Like I'm yeah. West African. Like yes. I got an ass. I got yes. titties. So it's like, and it's like, we you should gotta be able to literally like, like, and then I feel like when, um, like the normal person, like just a regular person looks yeah. at the runway. It's like, oh, I could wear that yeah. type of thing. But it's like when it's just the typical model look, yeah. it's just, I don't know. It doesn't seem attainable yeah. if that makes sense. It's like nobody can really relate to that or see themselves. Exactly. In that. I mean, and I some hate people that. can, of course, but like right. most. The majority person, of Americans. Yeah. Can. And like you said, like when you have like a million stick thin models mm-hmm. and then one or two. Plus, um, size. plus size models dropped in it. That's not real. It's not diversity. even diversity at all. Yeah, no. Especially when it's the same one too. Like 
Let's at least switch it up a little please, bit. At three or four, four or five, like come on, it's crazy. And you were also on the cover of Galore magazine. Yes, that cover, those pictures were amazing. It was shot by Edwin Henson. Yes. Right? I love his work. How no, was that? he's an icon. Honestly, yeah. like that's like my main photographer. And yeah. the first time I did a shoot with him, it was um like some real white K like mm-hmm. Harajuku thing, and it went like hell of viral, and yeah, I was so yeah, happy yeah. about it. But the shoot for the um galore magazine i had um reached out to him i was like could you please shoot this for me like i really would love to and he was like super excited about it because that's like my actual friend yeah so we shot it and i guess the rest is history like it was just amazing i feel like edwig and the rest of the people Mm -hmm. on that project did a really good job of like mixing your aesthetic yes. Aaliyah core with his aesthetic mm-hmm. and they like blended together so exactly I wanted to do something that was like Aaliyah core but still like some like like this is I don't know like you know when Rihanna dyed her hair red yes. like her like bad it was girl like, oh, era. she's like she's changed exactly a yeah. that's what I wanted to do like a more mature high fashion yes. version of Aaliyah core if that makes yes. sense oh it definitely came through mm-hmm. like those thank shots you. were very powerful like you yes. know poses and everything I really I loved it thank you so and much and I think the reason why your accomplishments are such a big deal mm-hmm. is because you were dragged on the internet for your style at one point yeah at one like, point every day yes i remember the first time i saw was on twitter people Mm -hmm. were coming for you because you were wearing moon boots on Mm -hmm. the beach yes what was it like when you were going through that for the first time it was so crazy because i was still on vacation mind you when i had posted those pictures Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking like like if you follow me you know like i'm with the camp shenanigans like moon boots on the beach for Aaliyah. that's like Aaliyah core like that's just me (laughs) but like once it like gets out of your target audience it's like girl you're done for but literally somebody had screenshotted it and took it to twitter like i never it's crazy i've never posted those pictures on twitter they were on instagram they were on instagram i don't i wonder why i never posted those i should do that but it's like now it's like so old but um yeah somebody had posted it on twitter and then they were like they literally didn't even say anything they just circled my location and they circled my boots and they were like they were just like um like responding to comments just talking mad crap and mm-hmm. stuff like that and i was like dang like y'all are so mad I know. and for what literally but it just made me realize that um i don't know i'm here to stay yeah. like i feel like no influencer or public figure has ever who was liked by everyone mm-hmm. has ever like lasted long ever you have to have like some hate and then some love yeah that something makes that makes you a little spicy right something that the girls really yeah. can have a conversation exactly, about. exactly. so that's really I was just I was so shocked at the hate you were receiving because mm-hmm. it's like since when are girls so mean to each other but like I feel like the hate that you received started mm-hmm. a really important conversation mm-hmm. around the topic of like dark-skinned women the mm-hmm. criticism that they get whenever they step out of like what's Definitely. normal in fashion or style that is so true and yeah. it's crazy because we always talk about oh like we want people to dress differently everyone dresses the same but then when people actually do it there's also an issue right. with it too so it's like y'all don't even know what y'all want at yeah. the end of the day and at this point i really don't care either because th- what i do like i know that i have a purpose like mm-hmm. beyond like all of this fashion oh, yeah. like every tiktok it's every so much bigger than right that. exactly and i know for a fact that i inspire girls to like be themselves so why would i let like 12 year olds on right. twitter 
Like that outweighs Deter it. me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have to remind myself of that. I get that. But it even reminded me like when JT, like, people yes. were starting to compare y'all because when JT like bleached her eyebrows and put on a blonde wig, people were like literally masculinizing mm-hmm. her and making fun of her. And definitely. it's like, do you think a lot of this stuff stems from colorism? Oh, definitely. I feel like a lot of it stems from colorism just because of the fact that already as a dark-skinned woman, whether you're alternative or not, you're already masculinized. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Once you um, start doing the crazy, you know, looks and makeup looks, the clothing looks, it's like you, they just have, they feel like they have another reason to come for you, exactly. if that makes sense. But we giving everyone else the freedom to do whatever they want. Yeah. But it's definitely rooted from colorism, just like anti-blackness in mm-hmm. general, though, in general, to be honest. Yeah, but it goes even deeper. Yeah, it and does. And it's funny because people claim to love fashion, mm-hmm. but I think they don't understand that like fashion is supposed to be controversial. Exactly. It's supposed to turn heads and, and make people uncomfortable right. at times. I think that's like, actually... I'm glad you said that because... Yeah. I feel like with me, with the Leo Cord, that's what it does yeah. every single time I yeah. walk out. So people not liking it, that's what's supposed to happen. Exactly. Like you're not it's not supposed to be understood by everyone just because everyone isn't the target audience. If everyone was the target audience, like it would just be It'd be boring. Like a boring it'd be so yeah. boring. Like if we all dress the same, we'd all be so bored exactly. all the time. So. Exactly. It's like, if you get it, then you get it. Right, and if like, you don't. If you don't, then that's okay. Right. But like, to go out of your way, to, that's, it's just like, so be negative and nasty. I don't know. It's I just like, literally, like, even when I'm on TikTok or if I'm on Twitter, if I see something that I don't like, yeah. I literally just scroll. Like, I never like, felt the need to go out of my way to leave, like, a hate comment or da 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 It's mm-hmm. just because, why? Yeah. Like, what? How did I gain anything from that but i guess people just have to mature and then people like also i feel like when people are miserable themselves Mm -hmm. they want to spread that onto like everyone else so they can have a community even if it's in misery i agree with that i think you bring out like people who are kind of afraid Mm -hmm. to step out of whatever is considered normal or who Mm -hmm. really like long to Mm -hmm. like get into that crazy fashion i don't know maybe they have these things and they're projecting it onto you Mm -hmm. and so that's where it's really coming from. i definitely feel that way too i feel like when people don't have the confidence or they don't um have the guts to be who they truly are Mm -hmm. they hate people who do because it's like why can you do that i can't exactly in reality you should actually be looking up to those people because those are the people that like are like showing you like firsthand like yeah. how to do it but nah that's not yeah. how everyone sees things it's not but yeah. i love the positive attitude that you keep throughout mm-hmm. all of it like i never even see you like arguing with people like you'll probably make like one or two like mm-hmm. comments on it but like you keep it so cute and so classy right and positive because it's not worth it at all yeah. because just like no, literally Beyonce said it best, like mm-hmm. never read the comments, never once you post something, just go about your day. Yeah. Because people will always have something to say. And yeah. a lot of times it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, people are determined to put you in this one box yeah. and as long as you're in that box, they're just going to hate you for yeah. it or whatever. And you can't control that. Yeah. So I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to talk about it when it doesn't matter. Yeah. At and all. at the end of the day, you're posting it for yourself because you enjoy right. it. Not exactly. for anybody else. Mm-hmm. You can it's never like, let them win. You yeah, can never let You them just win. can't. You can't. But the <laughs> funny thing is that you went from being dragged on the internet mm-hmm. to sitting front row 
at fashion week shows. That part. You went to New York Fashion Week. You went to London Fashion Week mm-hmm. and Milan. Yeah. How was that? Like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. And it's crazy because my passport came like the day before my flight. So <laughs> oh my I was God. like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Why is it always like that? Like what? Actually, it might have been the day of, which is mm-hmm. crazier. But, um, I don't know. I was just like, it's one thing to go to Fashion Week, but mm-hmm. to walk and to sit at shows yeah. is like, nah, you front really row. like front row, yeah. mind you. Like, you really made it. Yeah. And I feel like um, this is just the beginning for me, too, because exactly. this is the first Fashion Week where like I've actually been invited to a lot of shows and stuff yeah. like that. But when September comes around, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a whole different ball game. Because, oh, you yeah. know, September is always the bigger. It's the bigger one. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know. I'm just so grateful yeah. that people um, like mess with Aaliyah Cora. Yeah. Like, thank you. No, yeah, and people love it. And I feel like I'm just wondering, like, because you went overseas with mm-hmm. that style, and I feel like, of course, fashion is really big overseas in mm-hmm. Milan and Paris and stuff. But it's also like very classic. Definitely. Like they're very traditional with it. So mm-hmm. were they as receptive? Oh my god, to your style. It's so crazy because the fashion people there. They liked it because they're fashion people, but mm-hmm. everyone else looked at me so crazy. Because yeah. you know it's like um, a Christian city. Yeah. There's churches down the street. Like yeah, you can't yeah. just wear like if I wore this there, mm-hmm. they would look at me so crazy. Like I, and I, I actually did, which is crazy. Yeah. But I think um, fashion is just more fun in New York mm-hmm. because in New York everyone is just like themselves yes and in Paris I feel like they have like this strict dress code that they or not Paris sorry Milan they have this strict dress code that they follow mm-hmm. with like silhouettes and like all this high fashion Definitely. stuff and it's like that's so boring it to is. me like fashion is so fun when you make things yourself and you make it your own personal style yeah, but yeah. you know hey, you're so right like walking down the street in new york like you mm-hmm. will see yes. the craziest like most amazing outfits mm-hmm. but whereas i mean i've never been to milan but mm-hmm. i am assuming walking mm-hmm. down the street in milan is very different very very yeah. different like it is a fashion capital but it's mm-hmm. like different very, different. Very it's like different. it's a fashion capital but i feel like it's different from paris because mm-hmm. paris is kind of like new york in a way just yeah. because paris is like fashion fashion but they're also like still european yeah. so it's like they're still within this mm-hmm. like box of what's high fashion mm-hmm. and what's not and they don't want to see you like if you're not like yeah. serving high fashion all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I don't know, but I'm working on changing that yes. because high fashion is really just subjective. Yeah. Like y'all decided what that was, but in reality, anything could be high fashion oh, yeah. if you truly wanted it to. Oh be. yeah. Anything. So, yeah. And you know what else I find interesting is the people who hate on your style mm-hmm. because they feel like it's not original mm-hmm. or new mm-hmm. or revolutionary. What right. do you have to say to those people? Honestly, I I feel like I literally made a video on this and Mm -hmm. I always say it all the time. Nothing is actually new. Mm -hmm. Everything is just an interpretation or recreation of something that was already made. So me making a Leocor, obviously there's influences from Harajuku culture, from streetwear culture, Mm -hmm. from alternative culture, from so many different cultures. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I make it my own is what makes it revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Just because of the fact that, yeah, of course people were dressing like this before, but it wasn't to the extent where it's like y'all have to deny my influence yeah. like within it because I feel like I literally just made a tweet about this I was like um you like I obviously didn't create the style but yeah. to deny my influence is just hating it because is. like 
Like what? It like, really is. Literally, Leocor, the hashtag on TikTok mm-hmm. has over like 150 million views. So it's like if that's not influenced. Then what is? Like what? I see people in real life yeah. that come up to me all the time. Like people on Instagram tagging me in their pictures, yeah. this, that, and the third. And I think people think that just because somebody else influenced fashion before mm-hmm. you that means you can't do that also which no, is strange. it's done all the time all the time yeah. literally. like just think about um the big influence like jada waita mm-hmm. or um Desti or when they wear something they, they coin the name like jada waita this exactly jada, da, da. exactly but i guess for fashion it's more like elitist in a way mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah. how to explain it and i think people don't understand that like fashion is inherently like cyclical Mm -hmm. so like it's not uncommon to see trends come back exactly so like when you do it it's a problem Mm -hmm. but like when these fast fashion brands bring back like styles that we saw in the 90s that's okay that's okay i don't know like why it always just i don't know i feel like people hate when you actually like put the work in to like mm-hmm. make something like stand out for yourself because yeah. I put my name in the core. Yes. Like y'all not gonna um, yeah. not give and me credit type exactly. So I feel like people hate that. I guess they didn't do it first type of thing, mm-hmm. and because of that, they resent me for that also. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. I don't know what to no, tell you. That's that's something. It's like, like <laughs> you're just bad. You're like, bad. Yeah, I think people in the fashion world fashion mm-hmm. space are so quick to call something unoriginal mm-hmm. or like a copy of something mm-hmm. and like the same thing happens in art and in mm-hmm. music but i feel like as long as the creator mm-hmm. like you is able to acknowledge where who they're being influenced by mm-hmm. then that is originality exactly at the end of the day literally and it's the fact that most people who hate on me mm-hmm. aren't in the fashion industry. I get so much love from mm. the fashion industry. It's literally just random people. Random you know people I don't like, like I feel like a lot of the hate that I see you getting mm-hmm. also comes from other black women. Yes. And I don't like that. Oh my gosh. It's I, I, it's crazy because the most love I get is from black people, yeah. but the most hate I get is it's also, also from black people. Right. And it's like, what in the world? Like you would think that um, you see like a black girl, especially a dark skinned black mm-hmm. girl coming up. And we really like, if we're thinking back on influencers, we're thinking back on fashion. Mm-hmm. It has been such a long time since a dark skinned black woman has led exactly. any type of movement or was given the opportunity to lead any type of fashion movement. Mm-hmm. And it's like making waves like this, mm-hmm. but instead of supporting it, I don't know. We have like this crab in a barrel mentality where it's yes. like, if it's not me, then da 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 type of thing. But I get so much love from black people, yeah. too. So it's like, I'm not going to... See, and that's what I like about you. You're yeah. always able to, like, address the love at the exactly. same time. Exactly. Because I would be wrong to say, like, oh, like, um, I get the most hate from black people. Mm-hmm. Because I get the most love from black people As also. Well. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of times the people that hate on me are hating behind, like, some type of profile picture that don't you don't even know their race mm-hmm. like it's just some random person yeah. on twitter so it's like i can't even say it's all black people yeah but a lot of black people be hating on me too Literally. so it and really I, just depends i think it's because a lot of times we are like we have limited mindsets mm-hmm. just because of like standards that we place exactly. on ourselves mm-hmm. within our community so it's like we can't 
blame ourselves but at the same time like we need to do better right at the same time it's like yeah we can't blame ourselves because obviously white supremacy took a real hit at black people (laughs) but at the same time at a certain point you gotta wake up like you're too grown and mind you I feel like people don't realize I'm literally 19 years old I am 19 years old so it'll be people will ever be like in their 30s like late 20 like 28 29 talking about me online I'm like don't you have kids? Don't you have like, family? Don't you have bills to pay? Like, why are you so pressed about Leocore? Like, oh, seriously. It's very sick. And I like how you mentioned that, like, this is kind of the first time in a long time that we've seen a dark-skinned woman. Because mm-hmm. I, the only one I can think of that was, like, really influential at one point was Foxy Brown. Mm-hmm. Was that in the 90s when yeah. she was, like, poster girl for Chanel, Dior? Yes. Like, that's where I see you going. Yes. It's like, or even like, like Naomi Campbell, but she's oh, like, of course, yeah. But she's a model. Like yeah. she's not really like that's a, different. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're a model too. T T. Yeah, period. You're right. But yeah, you talk a lot on your social media about being delusional mm-hmm. and how being delusional is what helped you reach your goals. Yes. How do you do that? Because that's kind of hard mm-hmm. to it, do. It can be hard at yeah. first, but at a certain point, I feel like. If you surround yourself with friends who are also delusional, it's <laughs> like the true. possibilities are endless. Like me and yeah. my friend would literally be sitting down and be like, bruh, like that car Drake got me last week. That shit <laughs> was so crazy. That's like, oh my God. Literally. And we'll just like keep the conversation going yeah. like on some delusional like yeah. stuff. But honestly, just like we say it's delusion, but mm-hmm. like we could honestly have anything that we wanted. Like oh, yeah. that's not delusion at all. That's yeah. just believing in yourself. Yeah. And I feel like the possibilities are endless. Like when you actually want something, mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of times when we want something, we'll say we want it, but we won't be consistent with mm-hmm. it. We won't actually work towards yes. it. We won't do any of that stuff. And I had to like really break out of that cycle because you can blame the world like all you want, yeah. but at a certain point you had to take responsibility for some of the things you do too. And I had to do that and after i did that shoot it's like it's been looking up and i'm just gonna continue to be consistent with like everything that i truly want and just starting like i feel like we're always waiting for the perfect time to start something when in reality there is no perfect time like you're always going to be going through things in your life there's Mm -hmm. always an endless cycle of things happening to you but at a certain point you gotta you know start making stuff for yourself whether it's goals or you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Oh my God. I think that was like such good advice. I'm telling you. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as a creator or any person who's kind of going into a creative career, Mm -hmm. you have to like believe in the unbelievable. Exactly. Like you said, it's not really being delusional. It's kind of really just believing that it can happen to you because I feel like there's so many like voices. Like I'm sure you talked about like being bullied your entire Mm -hmm. life and I'm sure people made you, feel as if your dreams couldn't become reality exactly so it's like you kind of have to put on your like delusional rose-colored glasses Mm -hmm. and just be like i don't care like this is what i want for myself and this is what i'm gonna go get exactly and i also feel like because i grew up a dark-skinned black girl like a lot of the hate that i get now is like nothing compared to what i used to be hearing in middle school like if you grew up i can handle this literally y'all don't even know what these little ass oh sorry it's okay what these little kids were saying to me like in seventh grade it was bad for me like it was so bad that's why i'm like i don't know just i've spent so much of my life just like not believing that I am capable of things that I mm-hmm. want to do that like I really would be dumb like to not go after the things yeah. that I want now yes. because honestly 
like I feel like we feel like we have all the time in the world, which we do. Yeah. But time just be moving yeah. so fast. Like we're literally in April already and the year just started. So I feel like if you want to do something, just like make that goal, get a Pinterest board mm-hmm. and try to make it reality for real. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And besides all of your, your fashion stuff, mm-hmm. I really originally started following you because you're just so funny. Like, yeah. Your videos, I would see them on my timeline or your tweets and stuff. And I would just be like, this girl is so funny. And you treated your TikTok like mm-hmm. your personal diary. Like you would just yes. say whatever came to mind. And it's like, do you still want that to be a part of your career and your personal brand? Or are you mm-hmm. more focused on the fashion now? Honestly, I'm trying to make it a mixture of both now. Okay. Like in a way where it's like, I still make funny videos, but I also want to be like, really respected in the fashion industry and I feel like it's hard to do both at times because it's like I'm trying so hard to you know make a style for myself and make a space for myself Mm -hmm. within like these tables and it's just like when you make like I mean you can still make funny videos but you just can't make as many because you gotta focus on the other stuff but once I make it make it for real I'm gonna make all the funny videos in the world like I just need stability right now it's like finding a balance right now exactly because you I think you are like a testament to like you can do both Mm -hmm. like you can do whatever you put your mind to exactly I know what you mean like you want to be respected and you want to put out the way you want to be received that so like you need to post like your fashion and the mm-hmm. things that you're doing right as well as exactly and i'm like fashion is my like number one thing yeah. like above all like i'm a funny person yeah but i'm not in like the business of trying to be a comedian, a comedian. you feel me like yeah. i'm trying to be a, like a fashion icon yes. type of thing that's what i really want yeah. so you know i can yeah. still be funny yeah. you know we could have a little key a little but key. you know i'm focused on yeah fashion. no but i think honestly. it's so impressive though how you like pivoted mm-hmm. your niche honestly like i used to really know you as just like that hilarious girl from tiktok mm-hmm. but now like fashion icon. different like that's what you are honestly and you crazy. got everyone to like follow you right <laughs> and support you in that and i'm like, telling you I love no that. because like even with my funny videos yeah there was like like sprinkled within there was just a lot of like um believe in yourself type of videos too it wasn't just like funny content so when i really started um making videos i really was wearing like really cute outfits also so the fashion has always really been a part of it but now it's just like the forefront of it to make it like that and i got my account deleted in april really yeah like last year april of last year so really all my new TikTok account is from April of last year till now. So it hasn't even, it's almost been a year, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's when, like when I got it deleted, I really thought like my world was over. I was like, y'all. How many followers did you have at that point? I was almost at a million. I was like at 900K. I was so sick. Now you're at what, like two? Yeah, 2.5. Yeah. So I'm like, it really was a blessing in disguise. And I always wanted to, do fashion content yeah. but because i had hella comedy and mm-hmm. stuff on there it, it would hard. make it hard to change yeah. my niche so when it got deleted i was like hmm, like yeah, y'all really have to take time. me serious <laughs> literally <laughs> that's what i did yeah basically. no that really was a blessing in disguise like that was meant to happen definitely everything day. happens for a reason yeah. it's crazy you don't notice it at first but always definitely Mm -hmm. well Aaliyah I think wherever your career takes you Mm -hmm. you're going to be extremely successful not just because 
you have such a great sense of style, mm-hmm. but because you're so humble too. And you're so, Thank you're you. like a genuine person. Like since the day I met you, I was like, this girl is just really nice too. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what takes you places. Yes. I really see that too. I feel yeah. like, um, I don't know. I just feel like being a mean person or like having bad energy is just so worthless. Like we really don't even be here that long. So you really want to make connections with people, yeah. like whether you know them or not. And like, yeah. I got to meet you and you're like so cool. And yeah. I'm so glad I got to meet you type shit. So, Me too. and that was just by being a cool person. Like you literally. were cool. I was cool. Now we're like friends and now I'm That's on it. your literal yes. podcast. So it's like, I don't know, just be kind to everyone and you'll be surprised how many opportunities you get just from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Girl, yes. thank you of for course. coming today. Cheers. I'm so happy you came. You didn't even try the tea. This happens every episode where we just mm. don't try it. It's kind of good though. What is this? Mm. Elderberry. Elderberry and I don't even know what that Echinacea. is. Oh my god, I probably butchered that. <laughs> That's good though. Right. Okay. I like it. Thank you so much. Of course. We'll Bye see guys. you guys in the next episode.